That's it. Uh, welcome back to Sports Dribble Podcast, powered by Sports Rewind. BJ and Davo, always a pleasure. Good to see you, mate. Evening all. Yeah, good to see the boys are on the uh, on the fluids. Now, I did get a little bit of feedback on YouTube uh, last week about the fluids. Um, Randall, there was something about the Newcastle water. It looks a bit dirty. Can you just hold that up? It is a little bit cloudy, mate. Yeah, so. A little bit anyway, dirty. Newcastle water is a little bit dirty. Dave, what are you on down there, mate? I'm on the rums, mate. Bundy and Coke in the old Gosford Pirates baseball club tinny holder. So we're just trying to reach out to a few, you know, different people down there. Davo's trying to get out to our Queensland viewers and um, I'm going to reach out to our Canadian viewers here. And Yeah, what a week it's been, fellas. Now, Davo, cricket this week, mate. How'd you yes, go? Mate. Uh, well, that's a team we won. So I've heard uh, that before. So what did you get? Four, three? No, eight? only eight, 18 this week. 18. So, oh, that's not bad, mate. No, um, they sort of had a bet on me, though. I've, I went in the bat with three balls till drinks. Yep. So they were wondering what score I'd come out on at as we went to drinks. Sure enough, came at 12. So three yep. boundaries. So... Um, but then after after drinks, they wanted me drug tested because I actually blocked a few and sort of played a cricket shot. So like, who the hell's this bloke and what what have you done with Davo? Um, but yeah, no, we played unfortunately Wyong last last place team, so we had a bit of fun with them and changed things up a bit, but got the win. Um, daughter went off in the morning; she got her maiden maiden fifty. So oh, yes, so yeah, she was rather stoked about that, and her team. Got a win, and the other daughter went well as well. Even on some big boundary fields, she went well. Uh, the wife, well, she scored less than me, so the less said the better. Um, but just another fun day of cricket for the family. That's awesome, mate. Maiden and 50. Yeah. Was there celebrations in the Davo household? Oh, there's always celebrations, mate. But uh, quick to let us know that she got it, and it's going to be hard to beat for the highest run scorer for the week. So, um Yes, that's that's the ribbing we cop, and that's that's the stirring we do in this household. That's beautiful. Wouldn't have it any other way, mate. No way. No, love it. Can't get enough of it. What about you, Randall? No, uh, mate. Quiet for me. The, the, uh... What about the, the lad today? At oh, yeah, a bit of bit of basketball. They got up. It. He said it was a it was a hard comp. This t- harder harder competition today, but uh, yeah, still got up. They said he didn't get any points today. So he's a bit disappointed on that. No baskets, but he'll keep working hard. Fair That's enough. it, though, for me. It's, I had a quiet weekend, mate. I uh, hit the drink a little bit. That's about it. Night's, night's footy bus Christmas party. So a few uh, free beers down at the local bolo. Yep. What about yourself? Mate, the local bolo, I heard they got a new uh, uh, caterers down there. Yeah, new little bistro down there. So How's that going, right? Yeah, it was good, mate. It was good. Make wood-fired pizzas down there. Beautiful. Oh, mate, makes his own bases. So it's good. Tasty. Nice. I think it was tasty anyway. <laughs> it's a dirty water. Yeah. That what that didn't come to later on in the night. Six dollar yeah. spirits, happy hours after six PM. Yeah, beauty. Worth it. What about yourself, Hardo? Uh mate, not much for us. Uh the kids uh getting set up for their next year of uh, cheer and dance. So they've got uh, tryouts and things for the next year's team, seeing if they're going upgrades or or whatever it might be. So and that's a... So is that one week off and then straight into pre-season? Basically, yeah. There's no time off, mate. It's, uh, it's NRL stuff right there. Crack the whip. I think we had one day off um, this week. So that that's enough. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so looking at a little bit of uh, little athletics for the young bloke, uh, interested in running. So he's always running away from me, especially at the train <laughs> station this afternoon. Yeah, anyway, head like that, no wonder. Yeah, terrible. Say, will he run back? <laughs> well, he didn't get hit by the train, so we're we're good to go again for another day. Actually, <laughs> shout out to old Beck Bowden, mate. When you give me a timetable for a train. That's uh, you know, a once-off sort of train, and it doesn't come. 
it's not a good thing, eh? You know, young bloke looking after, looking for it, looking for this bright orange train that didn't show up. Not good. Not good. Uh, good one, Bowser. It's all right, mate. We went to the park instead. So, actually, yeah. I think I saw that that train did get stuck in Newcastle for over an hour today. So I think it was supposed to be coming through. Yeah, it wasn't the Indian Pacific, was it? Indian uh, Pacific was, carriages North, and the orange engines. Yeah, it was something like that. The North, Great Northern, or something. Great North, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was supposed to arrive. I, I did see footage on social media further up towards Carrington where it did get stuck for ages. So yeah, right. uh, info was probably right, but hey, that's city yeah, rail for let's, you. Let's give it to her anyway. Maybe Gosh, they maybe rebels, they forgot to tell might them. As well. They forgot to tell them the train line was gone now, and it turns into a tram line. Yeah, maybe over shot. Maybe got no idea. Right, fellas, tidbits over. I'm going to kick us off tonight with uh, the Phillies have over 1 billion committed to six players. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Zach Wheeler, Real Muto, Castellanos and Schwaber. That's a lot of money. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's big though, isn't it? It's, it is. It's massive. So, solid team. I can't wait to talk trades later because there's been heaps oh. going on. Uh, scary, scary part is they'll probably still make money. They've spent that, but they'll probably still make money. Yeah, yeah. What about all like all the the cost of the ticketing that at the Astros and that this year? That was just ridiculous. It was like, what? A, what? Do corporations just buy them and hand them out to people? Like it's it's unreal. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it is that they can make money, but yeah. Uh, and the other one I got, fellas, is um, not one but two long-standing Australian marathon records were broke on Sunday. The 31-year-old Brett Robertson overcome Robert D. Costello's 36-year record by 20 seconds, uh, setting a personal best of uh, two hours, 21 minutes in a time of 2.07. So he smashed his PB. That was in Japan. And meanwhile, 45-year-old Irish-born Sened Diver broke Benita Willis's 16-year record by 62 seconds. She had a PB of 2.21 in Spain. So that's a pretty good time for her. for the two Aussies. Mm. Yeah, yeah, what about you, Blakes? Yeah, I've got two baseball ones. Uh, in 1917, Ernie Shaw once threw a perfect game with 27 straight outs without allowing a base runner, but was only credited with a combined no-hitter because he pitched in relief of the starter, Babe Ruth, who was ejected after walking the first batter and punching the umpire. Good on him. <laughs> I've heard this one before, actually. Yeah. That's a cracker, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'd old. heard it before, and I thought, that that's just that's good to bring good up. Oh, mate, comes in, throws... Throws 27 perfect like outs, only gets a no hitter because Babe hit the first guy. Brutal. And then um, sticking with the baseball, like Tony Gwynn, in his entire 20 year career, Gwynn struck out 434 times, an average of 21.7 Ks per season. Now, last season, 129 players had struck out 22 times by the end of April. Oh, that's crazy How's, on the change, isn't it? That's just how the game is. It's, oh, that that is the game. It's but all about all about the long ball now. 430, struck out 434 times over his 20-year career. That's... Oh, that's what, was that, what was that number? 21... 21.7 Ks per season. Per season. I get that. In, I get easy that in a season in, in, uh, yeah. in Toronto. We, we only play 20 games. Brandon, you know that on the weekend when you used to play fourth grade, third grade, second grade, and first grade. <laughs> As a we only have 22 players amongst five grades. Yeah. But I remember like reading a Maddox stat. He said, look, I can get anyone out. I can strike anyone out except for that F with uh, Tony Gwynn. So like when you got Maddox making those sort of comments, you know, that's how good he was. Yeah. Freak, wasn't he? Hey, speaking of Maddox, I was uh, having a little bit of a look at some memorabilia earlier on. 
and there was a Sports Illustrated uh, cover with Maddox on it, um, and all signed and graded and everything. I thought, how good would that be sitting up on the on the shelf? Twenty seven hundred dollars. I've gone. Yeah, probably not going to have that one. Wow. Yeah. Bit pricey. Nice, uh, but not that nice. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, we're not all bloody electricians, are we, Davo? No, no, we're not, mate. Washed up, washed up alcoholics, electricians. Drinking the dirty water. Drinking the dirty water. So my little tidbit, the old what WTF stat of the day. It said there's no, there's been no right-handed hitter to ever hit a home run into McCovey Cove in San Francisco. Could this change? Right. Now, Judge just hits pop-ups to right field. That's why he's so used to playing at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> mate, I heard he was going back to the Yankees anyway, Dover. That's right, mate. <laughs> I Got not. that on a good, good authority. I'm not going to put the curse on the Giants, that's for sure. <laughs> Everything I say turns out to be wrong, so uh, I hope he doesn't go to the Giants then. <laughs> Oh, fellas, it was a big week with trades and things like that. Um, I don't, I'm just looking at my notes because I can't remember what we got next. But um, Hall of Fame as well. Fred McGriff into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm dog. Yeah. What are you guys uh, thinking about that? That was unanimous, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, absolutely uh, zero votes for... The Bonds and Clemens, they're gone now, aren't they? No, they get another vote in two years' time, I think. Yeah, yeah for right. now they're out, but they'll yeah. be back. Yeah. But uh, McGriff was close uh, anyway, like 493 home runs. Like, there's guys in there of less home runs than that. So yeah. I, I always thought he deserved to be in there. It was fun to watch the, the old helicopter sort of uh, finish off on his swing. Solid defense and what did he bat about two ninety, I think, around uh, that? Two eighty four. Yeah, two eighty four. Okay. Two eighty four, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a quality career, so it's it's nice to see. And apparently one of the nicest blokes going. Great teammate. Yeah. So played over yeah. six or seven different teams as well. I think uh, yeah, it's either six or seven teams different teams he played for as well. So it's always good to see. Players that are liked amongst their peers like that um, get in as well. Now, speaking of that swing, David, um, I don't know if you follow the batting stance guy on Instagram. Uh, if you don't, do yourself a favour and go and watch his rendition of his swing. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Pretty do good. You think, you think, though, if if the player strike in the 90s didn't, didn't come around, he would have hit 500 for sure. Surely, surely seven home runs, sure. Like, he was robbed by that, I reckon. Our yeah, well, he's had about strike. 40 games. Yeah, it was, it 40 was a game. fair chunk. Yeah. Would so, have gone close. It's only, it was only seven short. But, you know, five-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, 94 All-Star Game MVP, and part of the 95 Braves that won the World Series. World Series, yep. You know, like, that's not too bad, is it, really? Yeah. Like, what a bloke. And probably probably a big thing for him that he, he sort of got overshadowed a little bit. He sort of, he was there because straight sort of at the back end of his career, you had the steroid era. So all of a sudden you had these big blokes come out that were, that were matching home runs and hitting them pretty, pretty regularly. But I'm, I think there's a, I think the stats, something like 10 seasons or something like that. He hit 30 plus home runs. Yeah. yeah. So that that's a big time slugger for those days. Like I think he might have yeah, it might have hurt him a little bit for previous um Hall of Fame ballots when he didn't have well, he got overshadowed by those guys that were coming coming along, the Maguires, the Bonds, Sammy Sosa's, all those guys that come out and started hitting big time fifty, sixty plus home runs year after year. And that's so, it. I think you're right because they say thirty the thirty home runs per year. That's that's it's a good like it's just run of the mill. Oh, it's not run of the mill. It's still a great effort. But when you 
uh, the longevity of it, it probably did get lost with a lot of people that he didn't have that standout year of the 40-plus home runs, the big RBIs, the big average to throw him up there. He was sort of going about like when he's in Atlanta, you had Chipper Jones, you had Andrew Jones, yeah. you had all those guys around him that he just fit in. And later on, he was with Tampa Bay, which had Bog, um, Canseco and all those sort of guys. He, again, was just there. Toronto, you had Joe Carter, you had Alomar. So, yeah, but the longevity and the consistency, it's a bit like Jordan Alvarez at the moment. Yep. He, gets, he puts up good numbers each year, but just gets lost in the team that's around him. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yes. Well, I think he's a great choice uh, yeah. by the committee and he's in there now. So, Well, a few yeah. few of his Braves mates were on the panel, so that yeah, always helps. It. That always <laughs> helps. Mate, I'm just going to have did, a few I did. over here. You want to come and join me? I did see, um, I did see our old mate Hyphen, Ryan Rowan-Smith, was there at uh, the winter meetings with him when it all sort of got it come out and got announced. He had a few photos there on socials. So yeah, nice. It was good to see. And he he had the same comment that he's such a such a good bloke too. Not not just a bloody good player, he's a good bloke. So it's nice. good to see. Let's um talk about some of the trades that are going on. I uh I've only caught a few of them here. We've sort of talked about a couple between each other. But, uh, yeah, Trey Turner today, the $300 million 11-year deal. Now, 11 years is a long time in baseball. That's um, a long time in general. But I don't know. It, it seems like they've got to pay that those over overs in the amount of years to get these players, um, especially like a shortstop. Well, look at the last three shortstops from that have gone from the Dodgers. There's been huge amounts of money. Uh, what it was two years ago was it that um, Corey Seager went to to Texas? Went to Texas, <laughs> he yep. was on big money in ten years or something as well, wasn't he? It's just crazy yep. amounts of money and years getting thrown out there. What what's your thoughts, fellas, on the? 300 mil, 11-year deal. He's 29. He, he's not 24, 23. He's 29, so he's going to be 40 by the time that finishes up. There's a lot that can happen between now and 40, playing 164 games a year or whatever. Like It's a gamble, but uh, as, I you think get it's... Up, as you get older, what happens to his speed? What happens to all that sort of stuff? Those those dynamic things that he has right now. Mm. I don't know. It's a gamble, but I think it'll pay off. I think it's a worthwhile one because, as you say, he might be 29, but he's not the big stocky shortstop that would, if he goes from shortstop, he's only go, then going to go to right field or something or to DH. He's got the physique that he can easily slot over to third, slot to second base. Um, he's got the speed now. So even if that drops off, just put well, next, put him at shortstop for five, six years. Bring, like bring in the next one, slot him over to second base. He sees out his contract second base. And as long as he can still perform, um, yeah, I, I don't mind it. As I say, being a slim guy, his body should hold up for it. Yeah, fair call. Cool. It's look not like your Albert, Albert sort of thing with his big deal. Like... Like still a great hitter, but limited in where where he could play. Yeah, and talking baseball uh, on Instagram threw up uh, a projected starting lineup. Yeah, DH Cole uh, Schwarber, Trey Turner, Real Muto, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Castellanos, Bohm, Stott, and Brandon Marsh. It's a pretty fair lineup if that's like that's their projected lineup. Solid. Uh, pretty solid. What about uh Verlander lads? Off to New York, but not with the Yankees. Off to the Mets. Yeah, back with his old mate Scherzer, who he's spent a few years with. So it's the Detroit combination back together. Yeah. And and I reckon they'll feed off each other. Those two are like this so aggressive and old school mentality that they'll be pushing each other, they'll be pushing the rest of the lineup. So I think 
I think he'll do pretty well. I think so too. And two years, I think it was 86 mil or something with a option with of the option. third year. So yeah. that's pretty smart on both parts. I mean, he might go at the end of two years, I'm done, or he might have another two or three years left in him. Who knows? Um, especially after he's had his Tommy John already done. So you know, well, he had a full year off with that too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he missed all of yeah, last so year. That's he's solid. the first person in history to have a year off and then come back and win the Cy Young. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. I think that will play a big part in his longevity for sure. Um, what is he, 39 now? 39. 39. But he, he's old school. He's got good mechanics. He knows the workout. He's He's been there, done it all. So um, he keeps himself in shape and can't see why. Why he can't still dominate. Yep. Just glad it wasn't the Yankees. It, pro- it probably shows the Mets' hand a little bit, doesn't it? Like, they're going for it now. They they want they want a, a championship now. Mm. If they're going after going after uh, Verlander, who's thirty nine, Scherzer's thirty eight, they're going to be your two big you know, big money rotation guys. They they're going to have to go all in, aren't they? Yeah. They're going to have to throw real big money around and go all in now. And they re-signed the closer for uh, New Deal as well. So Diaz, yep, that's solid. So they, yeah, I, I guess it. They're gonna, they they're gonna have to try and compete this year. I think, yeah. not not that they haven't competed it, the season gone by, by any means. You know they, they let all year didn't they until the Braves pipped them at the end there. Yeah, let's just see how Degrom goes watching it, the playoffs uh, while sitting at home in Texas. Tax tax free, mate. <laughs> I'm sure he's not going to be worried. No. Didn't want that pressure, mate. Didn't want that pressure of that extra extra couple of games at the end. Who else have we got? I know Judge. Let's talk quickly about Judge. There's been uh, heaps on social media, heaps of uh, memes, uh, Cincinnati Reds uniforms on and all different things. Who knows where he could go? I mean, there's there's been talks of four or five different clubs that have – apparently been in talks and, uh, you know, they're saying that they've got a shot at him um, till I guess, he signs and we, we find out for sure who it's going to be. Obviously, it's all speculation, but um, there's been no sort of word from those five couple of teams that are sort of after him, like the Cubs apparently are after him, the Giants, Apparently, the Yankees are still in the mix, even though yeah. they foo-fooed, you know, apparently he foo-fooed them off. But who Dodgers. knows where it could be? Yeah, the Dodgers. And I think the Mets. So I think, yeah, they're the they're the big ones chasing. Yeah. Imagine if he who goes knows? to the Mets. That would be awesome. Who knows what he'll do, mate? He just – it's all in his – balls in his court. Yeah. The, the season he's had, the ball's in his court. And he can just play them all if he can't each other as long as he wants. For all we know, he's already not leaving the Yankees for all we know. And he's just trying to drive that price up with all these yeah. other clubs coming in saying, we want, no, hey, we'll give you this, we'll give you that, we'll give you this. Hey, these guys are going to do this. These guys are going to do that. The heavy hitters will be able to match that. So, yeah. Be interesting with the you know, Dodgers as well. It's like they've already got Mookie in right field. So, Either if they do, if Judge does go there, he may have to learn left field because uh, Mookie's been gold glove at right field for a few years, and I'd, I'd say he'd get a bit of a say in where he's fielding. But I know Judge can play centre, but uh, more off his yeah could be a position move. Yeah. Whether that's he played, he, a he factor or not, a fair bit of centre. He played a fair bit of centre this year, didn't he? Yeah. So and who's playing centre really at the moment? Cody Bellinger played. A bit of center finish here for for the Dodgers and well he's out. Taylor's uh, been out there. Taylor, yeah. So there's probably some room to move, hmm. I suppose. If, if you're going to pay big money for him, put him where you want. That's it. But um, they haven't even touched on the other two shortstops yet, like uh, Trey Turner's now sold. But you've still got uh, Carlos and uh, Xander out there. Yeah. So. They've probably seen that deal and thought, you beauty, here we go. 
Yeah. Even though they're both one. older. Who else is there? There's another shortstop too, isn't there? Yeah, Dansby Swanson. Swanson. No, Dansby Swanson, yeah. yeah. So Yeah, he hasn't nothing's been said about him yet either. So uh, I saw this morning I think the the Braves are still talking to him. They've offered him something, but right, no reply. The Braves. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I like the Braves. I hope they do well. So. Says so a man wearing a Padres hat. Yeah. Anyway. Share the love. Mate, I, I got this on a good deal, so fits me head. Beautiful. <laughs> Stop, stops the glow. Yeah, that's it. You don't want to see the glow. Any anyone else in the trades that you uh, heard any news? Yeah, well, that... Mate, once you get past all these nufties that we're talking about now, there there has actually been a big name signing today. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, mate, the, the <laughs> Orioles have have gone out there and thrown some cash. Yeah, they've um they've signed a a starting pitcher. He um he had he I think he had thirty one starts this year. For the Phillies, so you know, could could be a big name there, but it's um, Kyle Kyle Gibson. I don't think he even made the roster come the end of the season, but um, I think they got him a million bucks for a season or something like that. So, mate, big spenders, the Art Orioles, look out! Oh. <laughs> yeah, a, blo- a bloke that spent ten years or nine nine years in the bigs already, and not many people know his names. You think by now? Uh, though, yeah, it's good to see they're going after the top one pitchers. You think the Orioles, after the stellar season they had, they had they had a really good season. Yeah, you think they would spend a bit of money now? Why they're hot? Why they you know getting all these younger guys coming through and spend a bit of dollars to get a few players to to get into that postseason? But well, they're they're still they're still saying that. Yeah, they've picked up this this guy for a million bucks or whatever. They're they're picking up all these you know low low line guys. The rule five draft comes up. I think I think that's maybe next week or something. Is it the rule five rule yeah. five draft goes? They're looking at a couple of guys and they're still they still want to sign one big name pitcher. So I'd say they're ha- sitting there sitting back watching where the dust settles for now because there's pl- there's plenty out there as we all know. There's Pitching is um, healthy in the free agent market at the moment, yes, yes. so I'd say they'll be looking for someone that's more around that ten million buck buck mark. I reckon. Yeah, they'll probably be looking for someone like that to try and get someone for a couple of years. They have got plenty of plenty of potential coming through in the pitching, but they need someone there that can guide them through. Yeah, John Means should be back next year from um, his Tommy John early part of the year. They're just, yeah, pitching, pitching, pitching. Defense was unreal for them this year. Offense was, was good too, and pitching let them down. Bullpen was solid as. Two for one, Yeah. I know the um, Brewers have been quite active in the in the trade so far. They sent the, the Mike, Mike Trout uh, doppelganger off, off to the Angels. Uh, Kelton Wong, they they moved him on as well. So I think they had another deal. So they've they've quietly made some moves to to free up free up cash. I don't know who they're going to be chasing, but um, it's been surprising to see um, them doing the trade so early. Yeah, probably a closer. <laughs> yeah. How would you? I think um, Carlos Rodon is probably sitting back having a good giggle at all this money getting thrown around because he's obviously up there as one of the, the top-shelf starters. Um, nothing's been said about price, him. doesn't it? So, I mean, hopefully he doesn't go to the Mets. Hopefully the Giants can hold on to him. But, yeah, who knows where he's going to go. There's plenty still of those top-line players still to be signed. Or, um, yeah, there's, as you said, the three... Three shortstops that are still out there, and there's plenty more to come, isn't there? There is, mate. There's still heaps. So still, still only early though. Yeah, I'd say we'll see a bit of movement back end of this week and next week. Yeah. Um, 
Hopefully we get to see uh, what happens with Judge sooner than later. I reckon it'll be pretty cool to see that. That might, that might not be till after Christmas. Get a bit of hype back in, the, you know, hype it up again at the start of the year. Yeah. Once everyone's, everyone's had their, their break time. Fight, yeah, firing true. again. That's it. No point rushing, rushing oh. into it because oh. he's in the driver's seat. He's American, mate, not Russian. <laughs> yeah. Mate, speaking of Russians, how's your water going? It's going yeah. all right. It's getting low. Might need, a, might need a refill soon. Not a bad uh, idea, though, if they uh, get get him signed before Christmas, get a few jerseys out there before Christmas time, mate. I, yeah, I should have thought of these things. No one can yeah. afford them. Let's go around the grounds. What are what do we got going on, uh, Dave? Any cricket this week? Yeah, second test starts tomorrow night. Um, Windy's put up a good fight in the first test over there in Perth, but we did them did them pretty easy. The strange thing for us was why Pat Cummins bothered fielding on the last day. Um, niggling quad injury. It's like uh, if he's not going to bowl, why risk? Why risk him being in the field? Um, yeah. So who knows whether he's going to be fit? But they've got bowling there waiting. But they've also brought in a young West Australian guy, a true speedster, um, Lance. Someone I forget his surname, but yeah, apparently constantly hits one fifty. So. They're toying with the idea of sort of they're already one nil up. Let's let's give this young guy a go, yeah, and with a pink ball that could be rather scary. But uh, the batters did well. But I got a um, England got tip the cap to them beating Pakistan. Uh, apparently, only the third time ever they've won in Pakistan. And yeah, right. um, I, heard, I heard that it was like nineteen sixty. 1961 to early 2000s, and then now, yeah, something not, not that they play there very often, but and as much as I hate him, you've got to tip your cap to Ben Stokes. He he made an aggressive declaration when he did. Um, because you think at the end of day two, England were bowled out for 650, and Pakistan were none for 180. And it's like, oh, here we go, this is going to be a nothing test, but it turned out to be a real cliffhanger watching it last night. and seeing all 10 fielders around the ball uh, or around the bat, sorry, uh, was, was great. And they only had the last about eight overs, but just couldn't do it. So um, well done, England. So that's looking at being a good series too. But that's about it for the cricket. I know Big Bash starts uh, the 13th. So that'll be good to, to get going. Just touching on the cricket there, Davo, something I did pick, did see. Nathan Lyon, first innings got himself two wickets. Second innings got himself six wickets. So he got eight wickets for the match. West Indies as a team only got six wickets for the match. Yeah. Australia lost four wickets in the first innings and only two wickets in the second innings. So, oh, Gary. Yes. Got yeah, more wickets than the entire West Indies team. And he went up a spot in the all-time uh, wicket takers too. So... Yeah, uh, he's slowly, Ashwin now. yeah, he's slowly sort of going up there. He's got a bit of a way to go to get the next guy, but um, just shows like everyone talks about the leg spinners, but there he is, an off spinner, and um, still doing well. And he was starting to rip a few too. So yeah. good old Gary, he's going well. Yep, good, guys. Righto, Randall, you got some NFL action? <laughs> I'll watch a few guys. I watched Have a few I. games this week, mate. It's been unreal. That's good, mate. You can talk about them then when we get to them because I watched only a couple. Oof. There was too many beverages involved for me on the weekend. I did, however, start off with Monday night football this afternoon or today. We, we talked about it earlier with the old nail biter with uh, the Bucks versus the Saints. Saints yeah. were up 16-3. Coming to the last three minutes, I think it was. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, around about the last three minutes. Yeah, it was. Final, yeah, yeah, cool. Touchdown, backed up by going into the last 20 seconds. Straight through a, through a touchdown, tag. Sorry, repeat first down, back you go. 
next play through a second through a touchdown anyway. So they got away with it 17-16. I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but fucking how does he do it? It was a great finish. I talking to you fellas earlier about watching Peyton Manning and Eli Manning commentate. And they basically tell you exactly what's going to happen. He's going to do this, then he did it. He's going to do this, and he did it. It's just, it was like he's got his playbook and he's, well, yeah, this is what he's going to do. Boom, boom, boom. What was textbook for him? It was, you know, they showed him on the bench there with six minutes to go or something like that, talking to the trainer, and they're having a laugh and just sitting back. No pressure. No pressure. Just comes out and does it. And they've done that. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? A million times. Uh, I don't know how they. I don't know how they do it. Anyway, that's, that's what a good thing a about that game. It's like, yeah, six minutes out. That's that's forever. That's ages. It's yeah. like so much happens in the last two minutes of that final quarter that really, unless you're being flogged, it's like, yep, yeah, no worries. We've still got two minutes here, which will last nearly an hour. Um, yeah, we we've got time. We can do this. Yeah, that's it. Next, we've got the Bills. They they now take out first place at the moment with the AFC East after they beat the Patriots 24-10. Yeah. The Dolphins drop out of top spot after they lost to the 49ers, 17-33. 49ers now move into first in NFC West. But Garoppolo, broken Gone. foot. Gone yeah. for the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brock Purdy will come in for him. Because they've only got the rookie, haven't reckon? they? I heard yeah, uh, the, the last the last place pick in the twenty twenty two draft, and when he's had to come in and fill in, he's done he's done all right. Like so, yeah, he's done all right. But what's going to happen a, to them now? There was another quarterback apparently getting sacked today from another team that uh, I'm trying to think who it was. Baker, Baker uh, Mayfield. That's it. Yep, he got sacked Ryan the Panthers. I think was it? Yeah. Yep. So maybe they'll pick him up for a, I don't know what the ruling is there. Can he just don't know what straight in? I'm not sure with the ruling with the not sure. That, so watch this yeah. space then. Maybe maybe he'll get a run, but hopefully they stick with their young gun and hopefully like just let him see it out. So obviously hope so. been good to watch when. Uh, when he's been on anyway. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see how they go. But at the moment, they'll hold first spot in the NFC West. Yep. Uh, Steelers beat the Falcons 19-16. The Ravens, ugh. They were woeful. But they still beat the Broncos 10-9. Wow. Again, though, Lamar Jackson hurt his knee. Going to be considered week to week. Don't know how they'll go without Lamar last year. Same time, they were 8-4. and four. They're 8-4 and four now. Um, he got hurt. They lost five straight. So who knows what's going to happen. But Tyler Huntley come in for them this week. Um, they were down 3-0. They come back to win um, 10-9. And he completed 27 of 32 passes once he came on. So Nice. Nice, yeah. Ho- hopefully he, he can be the man. Um, this week, anyway, I, I, I don't think Lamar will play this week, but they're hopeful the week after he will be back. Yeah. See what happens. You know how they play these games. Who knows with them? Um. Uh, what do we got next? The the Bengals. They hold on to equal first with the Ravens for the AFC North after after beating your team, mate. The Kansas City Chiefs, twenty seven twenty four. Brutal. A couple of worry signs. Good play, good rushing touchdown from Mahomes. Yeah, it was it was unreal. I thought it was going to be called back, called for a fumble, but no, he broke the plane apparently. apparently. Um, but he did limp off late in the game, like yeah. right at the death. Um, I don't, I didn't hear if if there is any injury. It was after he was ankle tapped in a sack, went down and hobbled off the field. So well, watch your sacks when you get ankle tapped. All right. <laughs> Don't want to get any twists. But, uh, I, I I just thought he went for too many big plays. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was like he was just on different mode than what we usually see him play. There was 
not as many short plays. It was all everyone's down there. Let's go. Yeah, but, tried uh, to air it out a lot, didn't he? Yeah. Anyway. Obviously that rushing that rushing touchdown that he had, that that was a big time play in, in the moment where they were behind. Yeah. And it got him right back in the game. It didn't pan out in the end, but at the time it was that was huge. So fingers crossed he's healthy. He's all okay. But I haven't heard anything. You think if he was if he was hurt and in doubt, it'd be all yeah. over the paper. But yeah, I've, I've seen heard nothing. Either, I've but... seen nothing. Nothing. So all over the paper. Um, what's 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 a paper? <laughs> Just a saying, Davo. I, I yeah. try to use papers all over the papers. You know, for your generation, mate. That's all. If I said if I said all over the in the interwebs, you probably wouldn't know what I was talking about. Got to remember who the audience is, though, mate. <laughs> who is our audience? Is anyone listening? Just leave a comment if you are listening at this stage, just so we know. Yeah, <laughs> I know Damo's listening. Damo Frost, good on you, champ. Hey, we you'll had good, um, you'll have a good laugh. On you, Damo. You we actually had a fair few viewers last week, fellas. We had over five hundred views of this show. Unbelievable. What's they going must on? Have been blind and deaf. Must be. Something in the waters, Randall. Everyone's so, on the yeah. dirty water. So we have the, the same waters. um the same counters that the roosters have. <laughs> we might have, Most mate. Do. I'd I'd say so. <laughs> we might have. We might have. Yeah, so the go Chiefs, and have a look on YouTube, mate. The Chiefs still hold onto a uh, onto a healthy lead anyway in the AFC West, even though they did lose. Yeah. Just with their nine and three record. The Packers defeated the Bears twenty eight nineteen. Detroit Lions. Man, they actually destroyed the Jaguars 40 to 14. Gave them a hiding. The Browns beat the Texans, no surprise, 27 14. Poor old Texans still only have one win for the year. They might get another one someday. Yep. Sydney Blue Sox at the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly right. They probably Can get, they get more people fans, at their though. games, though. Or... <laughs> it's not hard to beat. They have more, more staff than fans that turn up for the Blue Sox. Anyway, Dave, your guys, the Washington Commanders, Commanders. <laughs> and the Giants had a draw. Yeah, did you see any of that game, mate? No, no, I didn't unfortunately. Like. But yeah, it's couldn't just couldn't sort it out in OT. So take the point. No. What does it do though for and the chances? I think Giants had a long term over the season because they're both like seven and four or something, aren't they? Or s- well, uh, it ends up seven and a half. I think you'll find when they do the seven, seven four, and a half one or something. Yeah, seven four one. Yeah, so when they do but, the thing to work yeah, your percentage, it's seven and a half of no, no one Washington. Whatever, that will be the half point they miss out on the playoffs on they, for sure. Typical Washington, yep. they're always thereabouts, but they're always either one game or half game out of the playoffs. And I reckon that draw will probably see them it's gonna miss hurt. out by half a game, I reckon. They all Every have their chances too. Both teams had chances. Yeah, like... they did. They did. And that's a disappointing thing probably for them too. But mind you, David, they are sitting behind. They, they are bottom of the NFC East. At seven and five and one, um, and they have Philadelphia Eagles, mate. They're eleven and one, yeah. and then the Cowboys are nine and three or something. So yeah, every they're, team's they're still a chance for the probably, playoffs. Yeah. So, um, what else we got there? Oh, the NFC North leading Vikings. They beat the Jets twenty-seven-two. The Eagles, like we say, the Philly Eagles, they stay well, well. Well out there in the uh, whole competition, with eleven and one beating the Titans thirty-five ten. The Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, they're still sniffing around the Eagles though. They're hanging in there. They've moved to nine and three after absolutely demolishing the Colts fifty-nine fourteen. I think Davo, you were watching this, weren't you? Yeah. I know I was watching it on on Friday, and we were having a bit of bit of chat about it and. It was actually a close game early yeah, on. It, points and and just, yeah, it was. It's like in that. Yeah, Cowboys just ran away. Yeah, in late. that first half, you thought, "Oh, this is going to be an interesting game," but then, no, nah. pedal yeah. down and off they went. Floodgates. Yeah. Open. I feel Lots like of uh, the, the, the end, that's for sure. 
the Colts might have been their worst, wor- own worst enemy too late in that game. Yeah. Um, we've also got the Seahawks beat the Rams 27-23. And the team I'm even loving to talk about, the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Three-game win streak. Come on, mate. Uh, they, beat, they beat the Chargers 27-20. So now we'll go move to five and seven. Three in a row. Stop it. Beauty. Who knows what could happen for Texas? Ticket the Texans could do anything up, if you mate. hear that. Oh, I was about to say, that's a reason to raise ticket prices. <laughs> no, yep, for sure. Uh, it's been good to watch. Yeah. i watched a fair few uh, condensed games recently, but got a few full games this weekend, So, or this week. So it's always good to catch a few games. For yeah. sure. Are there any you're looking for, anything you're looking forward to this week? Mate. Nothing in particular. Uh, my mate Tua, he uh, had a bit of a shocker this week. So, yeah, I, I'm just I, I'm more looking at all the games this year rather than just watching um, the Chiefs. Um, I tend to find that I just watch that. Same with the Giants with baseball. I watch the Giants games a lot more, but kind of watch a more overall view sort of thing this week, uh, sorry, this year. Um, so, yeah, nothing in particular stands out for me this week, Randall, but it's uh, it will always be good to watch. Yeah, Bucks and 49, uh, 49ers, I think, will be a good game. Yeah, it will. All right, uh, the NBL, nothing much to report. I watched a little bit of a game on the weekend. Couldn't get into it, hey. I was just like, I've watched a fair bit of NBA recently, so it was like, well, just I know this is our national teams, but it was just so much slower. Sydney Kings are still on top. Uh, they've won three in a row, and New Zealand in second. Uh, they're on four in a row with their wins, so they go they go on a point percentage as well. So New Zealand have played 15 and Sydney have only played 12. So I'm not sure how that works. Fully can, South East Melbourne, Tasmania and Adelaide round out the top six. Um, and Perth's sitting around seventh position, but no one else is anywhere near him. Um, yeah, I think New Zealand play tomorrow night's game or Thursday night's game. And it's been, it's been pretty... Pretty good to watch uh, recently, but this week's game I just couldn't get into. Turned her off and did something else. Uh, Don't worry, mate. You're not the only one. I, it's not my uh, go-to. Yeah, I don't mind it usually, but yeah, not this week. It's, was... it's a little bit like AFL. That it's good to watch live, but sometimes when you're watching it on TV, can can be a little bit slow. Like you've yeah, been in the odd Kings game, which great atmosphere live, following it live, but. Yeah. As you say, it, it's still a good quality, but when you sort of got the NBA on the next channel over, uh, just a step behind. But, um, yeah, a bit hard to get into last week. And I watched a little bit of the Kings game, but, uh, yeah, found myself flicking over early. So apologies to the basketball fans out there. Yeah. Yep. I was sort of on the night a bit, and I was like, uh, I'm out. Time for me to go to bed. <laughs> How about uh, how today... you the young bloke to Jamie up? What was that, mate? I'll have you get the young bloke to Jamie up and give me the info, mate. I reckon he'll he be seems able to, to know everything that goes on. He'd be able to block me if we play. He's about as tall as me already, <laughs> mate. It's not Come hard, on, mate. Your young bloke can block you. <laughs> yeah, probably can. Probably He's can. only two foot. That's it. Hey, what about um the Australian Baseball League? Uh, today announced their partnership with the American Association of Professional Baseball. So pretty big partnership there uh, for Aussie baseball, meaning that both parties can go backwards and forwards, not only for the players, but coaches, umpires, ground staff. There was like a whole list of things that can go backwards and forwards. So you can actually make a career out of, you might be the best baseball groundsman going out. Craig Holland, are you, are you listening, mate? You you might have a job here. You could, you know, spend the time four months over here and then head over there for five months or six months and 
and do their season. So pretty big for Australian baseball. Um, do you blokes pick up on that today? Yeah, I, I did see something on the socials. I had a little bit of a look, but didn't look too much into it. But it's it's massive. That's so good for for it's good for Australian baseball. Yeah, yeah, on and off the field. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And they're gonna. Um, so they will play our games via the on-demand app over there in our season, and then we will have access to their games as well, which is really good. So we're going to get, you know, that a lot of baseball for those that, um, you know, might not have Foxtel or MLB subscription or whatever. They're going to be able to watch sort of both lots of games, and I think it's great for the sport. Um, yep plenty of young fellas striving to sort of get across for that six months. And who knows where you could be once you, you know, playing that, in that position, I guess. Just exposure. It's just exposure, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Yep. Hopefully they can, uh, I don't know, the players can be sort of evenly distributed across uh, teams. I know, the teams are going to do the hard work and go out and sort of do the bidding and whatever. But hopefully, you know, they, they can be pretty evenly distributed. would make it nice to see some of the lower-ranked teams to get some of those bigger players and, and see what happens with that. But, yeah, I'm not sure how it will work with that. Uh, I haven't read – other than the article they posted today, I haven't seen anything else. Yeah, just even the competition too, then wouldn't it? You know, yeah, we don't want to see fifteen to one blowouts. Yeah, teams only have teams only having one or two wins for the year. You know, yeah, teams we want to be two and nine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, or well, four and seven. Now, obviously, we want to see teams competing and yeah, getting people interested, showing them how exciting the game really is. Yeah, that's the big thing, you know. Like we know because we've all played and we understand the game, and you can appreciate the game, and you know different things that happen in game give you goosebumps and you know bits and pieces like that. Where other people don't understand that until they see a high quality, you know, game where you don't know what's going to happen and on the edge of your seat, you know, waiting for something to happen. Fifteen one, you don't get that. That's it. It's a ball fest. Uh, speaking like speaking of that though, Randall, I wonder if there's when it gets played in America, when uh, the Americans see the Australian league. I wonder if they're like what I did with the NBL on the weekend. They go, oh, these guys are only doing this, or these guys are only doing that. Hopefully, it's not perceived that way, and um, because we have got plenty of major league talent coming through and we've got major leaguers now. Um, Australia always does well in the World Baseball Classic and the Olympics. So I really hope that we get looked at as one of those, you know, top tier, um, I guess, countries where players can come to progress, not just come get on the beers and retire. play a bit of baseball. Yeah. Or well, I, I think the difference there, I think the difference there will be the NBA and the NBL are all on. So like Dave said, you can yeah. just flick the channel to the NBA and, you know, watch watch the NBA. It's different season. So you can't just flick the channel. Over there, they can't just flick the channel over and go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to watch the MLB. Yeah. it's There's nothing else on. Am I going to watch Dominican League or, you know, something like that? There's yeah. not a whole heap more forum to be watching. So... Yeah, that might be a benefit for that. Yeah. And the standard is getting better. As you say, there's yeah. more and more guys being signed, Aussie guys being signed. And I think over there, they're starting to realise that. And I think that's what's brought about this agreement is that they're starting to realise that, hey, Australian baseball is pretty good. Let's get a part of this. So, um, yeah, I think because the product being put out there, the standard of, of play by the Aussies, has sort of led to it and can only only help it grow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you only have to you only have to look at the list of of players that have come here and played, developing, getting their at bats in, all that sort of stuff, and then gone on to become MLB players. 
or star, MLB stars mm. to understand that this league is, it, it can be legit. There's a, uh, what are you talking about? On that ABL website, there's over 50 players, I believe, that play the ABL and have played in the MLB. So yeah, like you just list. think like, the, the, you look current players, like straight off the top of my head, like David Gregorius, Ronald Acuna Jr. Like, yep. fucking absolute phenom. Like, he come here and played. Yeah. You know, get, getting his work in early and off he goes. And now he's a 22-year-old superstar, 23-year-old superstar, you know, that any club would like to sign. Yeah. And the list goes on with those guys too. So I, I think Could we'll even see bring more out more. the old guys. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, Dom and Young coming out, Josh Reddick coming out. Even when Dobsy signed Manny Ramirez, I know he didn't play, but the fact he was That's over COVID here. Too. Yeah, but it shows that guys are willing to travel and say, well, hang on a minute, it's not bad over there. Let's give this a go. So yeah. Yeah, we're getting a good mix of young and old. Yeah. So, yeah. who? Why wouldn't you want to come here for summer? At summer, you come here for and you play four days. You play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and then and then have four a days. A lot on safer the than the Dominican. Hundred hundred percent. Just go to the beach and have a swim. You know, these guys playing for Sydney just go to Bondi and live it up. And you know, that's it. Why not? Especially if you're an XMLB player, you've already you're already cashed up to the max. Bring the family out for a couple of months' holiday. Yeah. Have Beautiful. a summer. Have a summer Christmas. Yep. Why not? Avoid the cold. Why wouldn't you? Let's uh, have a look at the standings quickly. Uh, Perth Heat are seven and five. Adelaide Giants seven and five. They had a good weekend. Melbourne Aces are five and six. Geelong are four and seven. Brisbane Bandits are out in front by a long mile. Now we talked about these guys at the start. We, we all said don't don't sleep on them. None of us sort of rated them highly, but we said you know Brisbane Bandits are like they're always going to be there. Ten and two. 10 and 2. Auckland at 6 and 5. The Cavs 5 and 7. And the Blue Sox 2 and 9. So lots of work to do with uh, Blue Sox and the Cavs there. Um, Auckland have been pretty good um, as far as wins wise. Been really good to see their pitching staff. I've really watched them, uh, enjoyed watching them. Do you like to catch it. any on the weekend? Yeah, I saw the Cavs as usual. I watched all the, I watched the Cavs game games. They they played much better than what they had, but Geelong they lost their games. Cavs didn't win them. Geelong lost them, especially that um that extra inning game. I think it was was it Thursday night. I think we were yeah. talking about it while it was on, and yeah, you know, two all after nine. Um, Geelong score three in the top of ten, and then income income the Cavs they score two and up runners first and third with two out and attempted pick off to first and the pitcher throws it away. The runner scores from third, ties the game again. Then next pitch strikes a better out, you know, side away, and then you know, Geelong come out score a run, and then runners I think it was loaded bases with one out, ground ball to shortstop, fumbles it. Gets the out at second, and then the bloke at to turn the double play throws it away to first base, and they score the win and run. Uh, it just poor baseball. And I think a couple of days later there was more errors, and you know, that, that's been the Cavs all year. I think they before this weekend they had some like seventeen errors or something for the season. So that's only three series or something. Like that's yeah. not not real good, for, especially for them. They're better than that. Um. And Geelong matched them with, or went ahead of them with errors. So I mean, they've got at, a long way to a long way to go. You look at the first two weeks, and that's all we talked about was how good the defense was. The Sydney teams, the Cavs, Brisbane, and yeah, now you talk about and errors and how bad it is. And your standings there, mate, are a couple of days old too. Um, Adelaide's now out in front, eleven and five. Yeah. Perth is eight and eight. Melbourne's six and nine, Geelong's five and ten. Bandits are thirteen and three now. Uh, Auckland nine and six. Canberra eight and eight. 
and the Blue Sox two and thirteen. There so, you go. Thanks for the update. Because they got swept uh, by Adelaide, so that's what's helped Adelaide jump up. But yeah, that's that was sent out yeah. by the ABL. I think I read that today. So well, I haven't updated their website. That's for no, sure. That's what I'm looking at the website as well. <laughs> Social media is updating. I, you sent out. You sent that out to me too earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, I still didn't catch on. Useless. In saying that, though, is there anything there that surprises you? Like I know we, we talked about it at the start. It's probably all pretty well where we thought, except for Auckland. They're probably yeah. the only ones that are probably playing better than we expected. Are they? Well, after the first week, though, I rated Auckland pretty highly uh, with their pitching. Yeah, um, so you said they'd be up. They'd they'd be doing better than what some expected. Yeah, mate. I, I yeah, I think you're right. Everything's looking about standard. So didn't expect good. two and thirteen though. Knew that knew the socks wouldn't be great, but uh, yeah. 13 is another level. Not that bad. The guys are out there. The guys they've got, they're giving it everything they've got. So it's nothing against the current roster uh, for the guys that are there. I think it's more on on ownership and leaving it too late and not not getting the act together. Yeah, not only that. So it's disappointing to see the crowds, Davo. Yeah. Like, you know, 30 to 50 people at a game sort of thing is is pretty disappointing to see. Yeah. I know I looked at going down, I think it was last weekend, or it was this, or it was this weekend. Um, I mean, ticket prices are 40 bucks behind the plates. I don't know what they were last year. I can't remember, but I don't remember them being 40 bucks for a behind the plate or sort of thing. And um, So I just didn't go, and I didn't even watch the game on, online. But, um, yeah, I, I really rated my time when I was up there at Brisbane it was 20 bucks to get in. Food was decently priced and good. Beer was decently priced and good. Had heaps of merchandise available for the kids and even for the adults. They had shirts, jerseys, hats, baseballs. They had stubby holders. They had, you know, beer tumblers. They had everything. It was, that's what you need. You need people that, you know, may not be into baseball, go to a game and get hooked and, buy a hat, buy a shirt, and then someone in the street sees them and goes, who are, the, who are the Brisbane Bandits? And then they can look them up on social media or whatever. You know how it all works. You, you need to have that across the board for all the clubs. Yeah. Um, and guys like Funky Phil who are there to, to get the crowd going. I know he's been missing from Blue Sox games. And um, from what you read and what you hear, he's been missed. It's yeah. that sort of thing that keeps the, the average baseball fans like – the three of us, we could go to a game. We wouldn't need anything because we know baseball, love baseball. But for that person that's coming just for a night out, it's little things like that that make a difference, that make a family go, geez, that was a good night out, good entertainment. Let's yeah. go back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Hopefully they like, can turn it around. Hopefully, mate. Hopefully. Let's leave the baseball there. Um, we've been going forever. Um, quickly touch on... Australia winning the softball world uh, softball classic. They beat Canada um, just over the weekend. So they're world champions. Congratulations to the Steelers. Congratulations to those guys. Yes. Well done. Uh, let's yeah, look at, good to see. Quickly touch on the World Cup, fellas. Soccer. Uh, Netherlands beat USA and Argentina beat the Aussies. Now, that was a quality game. Uh Still Devo with the goalkeepers. Uh, Brain fart. Yeah, but what a game. To be in there with Argentina 2-1 at the end, um, massive. So that's, I think that's the second time we've only been in the top 16. Um, fantastic effort. And and we had the chance for the tying goal towards the end there. that We, we, had, just, we had chances to. Just missed out. So, like... You've got to tip your cap to them, like to compete with Argentina, one of the world's heavyweights for just and a lot of the a lot of A League guys there. So um Graham Arnold, he's done a great job with them. He has. So yeah, from that, fellas, Netherlands play Argentina in, in that next round. Japan and Croatia had a one all draw, and then Croatia 
went through uh, with the penalty goals. 3-1. Yeah, 3-1, yep. No, no Asian team or Asian-Australasian team left. No. Brazil annihilated Korea Republic 4-1. So it will be uh, Brazil and Croatia. And then we had uh, England and Senegal 3-0 to England. France 3-1 over Poland. So they'll play off. And then we have, I believe it's tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, 2 a.m. tomorrow morning. Morocco and Spain. And then at 6 a.m., Portugal and Switzerland. They're going to be some massive games. That Morocco-Spain game, I think, will be outstanding to watch. Not that I'm into soccer much, but I reckon it'll be a good one. The replay, anyway. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> it won't be the, to watch those blokes. Alive at 2 Nah. I probably won't even see that 6 a.m. game, Randall. Might see the second <laughs> half. Yeah. Anything else to add for the week, fellas? It's been a been a bigger one this week. Nah, plenty of sport. Love it. Right here. The golf, the golf's all been about, going well. All about... Yep. Right I'm just keen for the cricket, mate. The day nighter. Nice. Day night test. Of... I've become a fan, so the day-night test, I enjoy it. You're actually able to watch I'm it when you get home from work. Yep. I'm looking forward to listening to the Triple M telecast because I remember them saying they had Lara in there and um, Lara was talking about his, his nights out with Viv Richards and they said, but this might be a story you might need to tell when the uh, the pink test is on for later at night when the kids are going to bed. Yeah, so right. could right. get a bit loose. Which we love to see. Lara was that. doing Foxtel commentary as well, so I saw that and it was, oh, how good is he? I love that thing you sent through Mark Wall having a bet while he was commentating. He was yeah. Sitting there quietly. Kicking this, his horse home at Gosford. Yeah. Or his wife's oh. horse, probably. Wife's horse, yeah. yeah. God. All right, fellas, let's leave it there for the week. It's been a pleasure. Talk no to worries. you next week. All right, mate.